Lions, Bengals, and Bears, none of my guys scared. Chase rumbling, any one of them guys there. Wayne Young and he hungry, I pray we patient with him. I pray he leave with some money, I pray he leave with his health. Yeah, uh, the physical and mental. The thing I like about football is that stats kill opinions. This rap shit, I lick the niggas, I ain't about to knock it. This whole summer I was buying all the winter product. And I tried being peaceful, but my peace was getting bothered. So no doubt we got them eagles, we go Carson Wentz, Stefani. Okay, 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 okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 159 of Electrified. I am your host, Eric Lyons. Now, listen, your boy was down bad last week. Okay, I didn't get to do my first pick four of the season. I was under the weather severely. Like, your boy was down, all right? But I'm back. I'm good now. Everything is good. We back to, you know, our regular schedule, um, which is Tuesdays. Look, I've been trying to figure some things out. So Tuesdays and Fridays right now is what I'll say. Tuesdays and Fridays. Because I could go Tuesdays and Thursdays, but I think this week, Tuesday and Friday. Um, Let's see. What else? Who else? Um, But, yeah, man, I had a great weekend outside of, you know, because by the time Friday came, I was just getting over it, sort of, kind of. And I was good enough. I was about 80% because I was going to come on and record Saturday. But I was having, then I had technical difficulties. So it just was not meant for me to record this past weekend. Uh, but Friday night, me and the lady, we went out. We went to the Blue Jays game down there at Camden Yards. Blue, Blue Jays versus Orioles. Now, the Blue Jays lost that night. Final score was 6-3. Vladdy went over 5. Uh, it was not a good night for my boys. Okay, it was not a good night, but I enjoyed myself. I was right behind the dugout. I had a great time. It was our first uh, baseball game. We had a great night. It was fun. And as the game was winding down, I kept looking at my phone because I was like, bro, I want to buy tickets to the doubleheader tomorrow. But I'm like, mm, I don't know if she's going to be willing to sit through that. But she said she was. I didn't believe it. So I ended up not buying the tickets. Now, this is my second Blue Jays game of the season. Last time I went, me and my dad went for Father's Day weekend. Now, I am starting to think I'm bad luck. I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. The last time I go to the game, we lose. Next day, they win. Now, this time was completely insane. Saturday, Friday night, we lose 6-3. Then the next night, the doubleheader, the, the the first game of the doubleheader, it's 11. We win 11 to 10. The second game of the doubleheader, it's a no-hitter for those through six innings. Then in the top of the seventh, these boys just score 11 runs. 11 runs in the top of the seventh. I mean, they go nuts. They win, the, they win that game. So it's 22 runs in one day. Then Sunday, to close it out, they put up 22 runs in one game. I mean, they scored more points than multiple NFL teams. Multiple. Then today, excuse me, then yesterday, last night, opened up the series against the Rays. They beat the Rays. I, bro, the Blue Jays are 15-2 and two over the last 17. And they're up 
a half a game over the Red Sox. They got a solid lead over the Red Sox and the Yankees right now. And, I mean, hey, man. Look, I know I'm a Blue Jays fan. Yes, I am a Blue Jays fan. I'm not trying to seem biased here. But it's a long season. And I... You can have a great April, May, June, July, August even. This team wasn't completely... F- they didn't have everything figured out in August. They were they were just two weeks ago at the bottom of the standings in the wild card race. They were not... They were, what, six and a half back? It's about how you finish, man. You get hot at any time. And this month has been great for the uh, Blue Jays, man. Couple weeks left. Got what? Roughly three weeks left of the season. October might be getting uh, OVO season, man. Them boys are coming. Boys is coming. But we'll talk about the baseball playoffs, MLB playoffs, as we get closer to it. This is not that podcast. It's not a baseball podcast. But I have been keeping up with the. This is probably the most baseball I have actively watched. In a very long time. Like, I was not watching, especially last season with no crowds. But I haven't, I've been watching baseball on TV. I don't, I don't do that. That's not me. I don't sit there and watch nine innings of baseball. I've done it multiple times this season and I've been to multiple games. So I've enjoyed myself. This has been a great season for the Blue Jays and I really hope that they can stretch it out and make it to October. Baseball, man, I would love to see these, this team in the playoffs because they're dangerous. They're dangerous. Nobody wants to see them right now, man. I promise. I promise. So, enough of the baseball. Let's get into week one of the NFL. So, we got to go back to Thursday night. All right? We got to go back to Thursday night because that's where we were supposed to start. Um, We were supposed to start. So, let's, let's, let's go back to Thursday night and the season opener with the Cowboys and the Bucks. Now, I was one of the people who thought, I, I'm sorry, I did, I apologize. But I thought this was going to be a blowout, quite frankly. I thought the Bucks were going to absolutely dominate the Cowboys. I didn't expect that game to be competitive at all, and I, oof. Boy, was I wrong. What a game that was, man. And and it was just crazy because there was no type of defense played. No defense was played. No defense was played, and neither team ran the ball. Ezekiel Elliott had 11 carries for 33 yards. Meanwhile, Dak Prescott, 42 of 58. Dak Prescott threw the ball 58 times. 403 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Mari Cooper, 13 catches, 130 yards, two touchdowns. C.D. Lamb, who had a hell of a game, 114, 104 yards, excuse me, one touchdown. These guys went nuts. I was very impressed with the Dallas offense. I was, and, and they were attacking the Bucks secondary. It, it was like there was, you know, there were times where Dak was under pressure, but he hung in there. He hung in there. He takes some heat. 
We hung tough in there, and I was impressed, man. That was, I, I honestly, that might have been the best game from Dak Prescott that I've seen him play. I think that was his best football right there. And if that's if that's what we're going to be seeing from him this season, I'm excited to watch the the 30 times that the Cowboys happen to be on prime time this year. So, yeah, I don't know, man. That was that was pretty good from the, from that side. Then you look at the flip side. And you know Brady starts off slow. The Bucks often started off kind of slow, but um, same thing with him. Thirty-two of fifty, bro. Fifty times, man. Brady is forty-five years old, throwing the ball fifty times. Three hundred seventy-nine yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions, and, and the Cowboys just left too much time on the clock for that man. Come on, it's Tom Brady, man. You, you don't do that. You don't do that. Um. Antonio Brown, man, he's back. Is he back? Is he back? Five receptions, 121 yards, one touchdown. Chris Godwin, nine receptions, 105 yards, one touchdown. Gronk, eight receptions, 90 yards, two touchdowns. Fam, not only did Leonard Fournette have more catches than Mike Evans, he had more yards than Mike Evans. Honestly, I think Mike Evans... Unfortunately, is the odd man out in Tampa Bay. Now, I'm going to go on to tell you guys why I don't participate in overreaction Monday, but I don't think I've seen anybody say this. You know, big media outlets. I've seen people on Twitter say it because a lot of us were thinking the same thing on Thursday night before Monday came, before overreaction Monday. This was something that people were saying in real time. It just looks like Mike Evans may be on the outs in Green Bay. I mean, excuse me, whoa, in uh, Tampa Bay. I don't know, man. That was hard to watch. It was hard to watch because all week my fantasy lineup was set. 7.30 comes, I'm getting antsy. I said, you know what? I think I want to have some fun tonight. I'm going to go ahead and start Mike Evans over Brandon Cooks. I lost the game right there. I lost by 10. Brandon Cooks put up more than 10. So, But this is like, I, I didn't expect Aaron Rodgers to put up. What do you have, like, what, three points? Yeah, it was an ugly day for him. We're going to get to that. But other than that, I mean, Debo Samuel had a great game for me. You know, so it was some, it was, a, you know, starting the season off 0-1-1, but it's week one. We're not stressing over week one. Championships aren't won in September, so it's all good. Just a little, you know, spoils of war, man. Just a little learning experience. We're moving on to week two. But things that, you know, stood out to me in that uh, game between the Bucks. I mean, there were a couple times, man, the turnover differential. I mean, the, the Bucks turned the ball over, what, three times? You had the tip ball off of Ronald, I mean, Ronald, uh, Leonard Fournette's hands. Uh, Ronald Jones put the ball on the carpet. And then Brady threw a the hell Mary had before the half. It's a pick, but you you're plus three on a turnover differential, and you still win the game. That's nuts. That's nuts. Um, they they were still able to win the momentum war. You know the cat the Cowboys didn't completely capitalize on the momentum shifts during that game. And you know Uncle Mo, he's real man. Momentum is a real thing. But that was a great game. Way to kick off the season. You know Thursday night games are not that good. So that was great from there. Now let's move on to Sunday. 
Uh, let's start off with the Steelers and the Bills. Now, had I, this would have been one of the, the pick four games, and I wouldn't have picked the uh, Steelers. I was... I was in between. I was so I was watching all of the games on Sunday, but this is one of the games I tuned into kind of late. Uh, you know, the Steelers were held scoreless in the first half, but they came around and put up enough. You know, they put up twenty three points in the second half. They outscored the Bills twenty three to six in the second half. No bueno. No bueno. No bueno. That's not good. It's not good. Ben Roethlisberger, 18-32, 188 yards, one touchdown. Um, Najee Harris, 16 carries, 45 yards. No receivers, over 100 yards for the Steelers. Only reception, receiving touchdown came from Deontay Johnson, my fantasy, one of my fantasy wide receivers. He was starting. Uh, You know, then you look on the flip side, Josh Allen throws the ball 51 times. 270 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. Uh, Devin Singletary, 11 carries, 72 yards. Uh, Josh Allen rushed for 44 yards. I mean, all of the Bills receivers were held under 100 yards as well. Uh, it was it was kind of a it was a stalemate. What I learned from that game, the defense of the Steelers, man. T.J. Watt, he got paid, man. He got paid highest defensive player in the league. He gets the bag and then goes out there and goes nuts. Yeah, that Steelers defense is for real. They they might be for real. I mean, this is the Bills offense that had one of the best, you know, their best season offensively last year. Josh Allen was an MVP candidate. Diggs had a great year. And they come into this, you think they would pick up from, you know, pick up from where they left off. And not so much. It's week one. It's week one. So I'm not trying to put too much stock into what we saw. But hey man. What I did see is the Steelers defense is they're here. Now, granted, the Steelers defense were playing good football last year during that during that streak they went on when they were beating everybody. And we saw how that fizzled out. But that was, you know, you know, injuries. But the team itself fizzled out because they couldn't run the football. Okay. You don't you don't want to not so you got you, when you look at the rushing numbers you got Najee Harris he's the only running back who got carries he got sixteen carries Chase Claypool has a carry and then Big Ben rushes for four times these aren't numbers that are gonna get you to December January when you games in December and January rushing numbers like that like I said it's week one championships are not won and lost won or lost week one. These are just things, you know, takeaways from what I saw. Um, staying in the AFC, I wanted to talk about the Browns and the Chiefs, man. Aye, aye, aye. The Chiefs outscored the Browns 23-7 to in the second half. And, I, I mean, I don't know. It, you have to play. With urgency, you have to be crisp. You can't turn the ball over. The Browns, man, they were playing such a good game. What happened? I honestly I tuned out. I was everywhere. I think I came back after the 
Chiefs took the lead. I saw the touchdown, and then I watched the Browns, one of the last drives, and Baker would ultimately throw the interception. That was just a dumb ball he shouldn't have thrown. And I, I, that was something I was thinking about. You know, Blake, uh, Baker Mayfield has a lot of commercials, man. He's very marketable for a quarterback who ain't done nothing yet. I, I'm just saying. I, I mean, the the guys on every damn commercial you can think of, every other, every other commercial break. Oh, there's Baker Mayfield again, and this is like, bro, what has he done to, to to warn all of this, bro? That's all I'm saying. But I mean, look, he goes 21 for 28, 321 yards, no Odell, by the way. Um. No touchdowns, by the way. One interception. Um, David Njoku, three receptions, 76 yards. Jarvis Landry, five receptions, 71 yards. Um, I was more, I was really impressed with the run game here. And that's what they did. They dominated. They ran the ball a lot. Um, Nick Chubb, 15 carries, 83 yards, two touchdowns. Kareem Hunt, six carries. 33 yards, one touchdown. I still can't believe that these two are on the same team. Um, I feel like that if for their success, granted. Now, in this game, it's the Chiefs. Okay, we know how the Chiefs are. All right. Ever since they came back 24-0 in that playoff game against the Texans, this is just who they've become. And um, But if this was against anybody else, they may have won this game. I think if they just keep keep pounding it, keep pounding the ball, man, running that football, that's what you got to do. Uh, I, you know, I'm not writing off the Browns. I think the Browns, especially after the way the AFC North finished last night, the Browns have a chance. Um, and I changed my AFC North pick, by the way, after all the Ravens preseason injuries, uh, practice injuries on Friday. That's freaking insane. Um, I think the Browns, can win the NFC AFC North. Uh, that's my pick. But um, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. I mean, w- w- what do you guys expect? Patrick Mahomes, 27 for 36, 337 yards, three touchdowns. Um, Tariq Hill, 11 receptions, 197 yards, one touchdown. Travis Kelsey, best in the business, six receptions, 76 yards, two touchdowns. It's the Chiefs, baby. Come on. Come on. Um, before I get to the next game, a couple things I saw. I saw Joey Burrow, man, had a nice one to Jamar Chase. That was great. Um, who else had a good game? I saw the Patriots lost. Bad, bad fumble up there. I saw that. I saw that fumble. Um, right, right when they were driving down, Mac and them were driving down. I mean, it wasn't a bad game for Mac, but the kid didn't even want his first touchdown ball. I thought that was strange. Um, uh, Tua didn't look bad. You know, let give the man a chance. You know, but um, congratulations to Brian Flores going up there to Foxborough and getting it done. I think this Dolphins team, man, they they can be a problem in the AFC East this year. Definitely could be a problem. That was a big win, big win for them. Um, anything else I noticed? Peeped. Uh, no, that was it. So let's get into this, man. You guys know I had to talk about it. You know, this is the game that I watched all for. Well, no. I think I tuned out. I don't know when I tuned out, but I did. Okay? But that's neither here nor there. I have no clue what the heck happened to Green Bay out there. I mean, I know what happened to him, but I don't know why it happened. 
They looked awful, man. They looked awful. This this is really nothing nothing you can say about it. I want to start with the defense. Uh, Kevin Kevin King, man. Jesus. You get one play, he bumps into Chandler. He, he runs right into Chandler Sullivan and end zone gives up a touchdown. Then Deontay Harris, I mean, just runs. It was given. It was. It looked just like Scotty Miller in that championship game. I mean, he just ran right past him, and here comes Kevin King. One thing about Kevin, man, he gonna fall down. That's his. That's his. Uh, that's his signature move. Like, ah, oh, tried. Ah, no, buddy. No, no, no way. So, Kevin King, man, I I can't believe he's still on the team. And then Eric Stokes, when he was in there, he made a great play. I'm just like, can we get more of that? But no, we get more Kevin King. And I, <laughs> Joe Barry, man, he's just Mike Pettin with a with a, with hair, bro. I don't know what the hell he was out there dialing up. There was a play. I didn't understand how this happened until I went back and watched it yesterday. It was the fourth and goal. I think the were they up ten three at this point? Yeah, I think it was only ten three. This is when Sean Sean Payton hell of a job by Sean Payton. He coached the hell out. He out coached uh LaFleur Sunday too. He he beat the hell out of LaFleur. But it's fourth and goal. It's ten three. I'm like, okay, come on defense. Number forty-five, Saints fans. You brought you guys probably can't even tell me who number forty-five is. Sean Payton probably can't tell me who number forty-five is. Jameis probably don't even know who number forty-five is. Forty-five don't even know who forty-five is. But he ran out into the flat. Jayla Alexander was on him. One of the linebackers was on him. And then Adrian decided to shift over to number 45. I'm just trying to figure out, is number 45 the best receiver in football and the only guys who know it are the Packers defensive players? And that leaves number 83 wide, I mean wide open. And he jumped in the air and dunked on 80, on 31. I mean, he dunked on him. He, he, he tapped his helmet at the end because he let him know, hey, it's on your head. But that's because he got back super late because he was he was defending uh triple he was triple teaming the best receiver in football number forty five on the New Orleans Saints. I have no idea. I mean the defense they got no type of pressure on Jameis. And the one time they did get a uh pressure, it was a late. And I don't know how that was late. I don't know how they called the flag on Z, but they threw the flag out and they that was the they got a pick right there. That could have that could have changed some things, but defensively, no pressure up front. Secondary suspect as hell per usual. Just the same old man. Just the same old defensively. I mean, that's nothing new. That's nothing new. Now you flip to the other side. Offense. We knew the line was gonna be trouble. We know we know D back. We got rookies up there. We got Elton Jenkins playing out of position. We knew we knew the old line was going to be a problem. But man, wow! I mean, pass protection not good, not good. Aaron Rodgers not good. I 
Fam, very uncharacteristic interceptions. I mean, you come out after the half, down 14, you're driving down the field. I'm like, okay, here we go. Offense heating up now, and then boom, you throw a pick. And then the one out the back of the end zone, a flick of the wrist, one-legged, out of the end zone, 60-yard arm punt, way over MVS. It's just like, what the hell are we doing out here? Rodgers, terrible game. 15 to 28, 138 yard, 133 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. Jordan Love, he ended up coming in. Five for seven, 68 yards. I, I did see a little bit of that. But I mean, Aaron Jones, man, five carries, nine yards. He couldn't get it, he couldn't get his legs moving, but they they go away from that. I didn't even know Randall Cobb. Did anybody did Randall Cobb even travel with the team? Was he there? Putting the APB out on on Randall Cobb. Y'all trade for this man. Where the hell is he? AJ Dillon, the four carries he had. I was like, okay, Big Dillon. But I don't know what the hell happened with Aaron Jones and just the run game, period. Devontae Adams, five receptions, 56 yards. Oh, Randall Cobb did get in the game. That must have been with Jordan. Did Jordan Love throw him that ball? Had to have. I mean, no no production from the receiving core. Tunyon only got two catches, eight yards. It was an ugly game, man. It was an ugly game. It was a very ugly game. And I'm not going to sit here and give all the credit in the world for the loss to the Packers themselves. They didn't beat themselves. No, they got their asses spanked. Jameis Winston, man. LASIK Jameis, man. Y'all don't want to see LASIK Jameis, man. That boy can see now. 14 to 20, 148 yards, five touchdowns. Yeah, he was out there. And at AK, man, we already know what Alvin Kamara about. 20, Tony carries 83 yards. Um, then Tony Jones Jr. in the backfield also, 11 carries, 50 yards. Jameis was out there moving. He picked up a lot of first downs with his legs. Six, six carries, uh, 37 yards. Deontay Harris, I said, who did I say? I didn't say Deontay uh, Harris when I first... Mentioned the man's name when he burned Kevin King. But two two receptions, 72 yards, one touchdown. Juwan Johnson, that's number 83. Three, three uh, receptions, 21 yards, two touchdowns. Fam, I didn't even know Chris Hogan was still playing football. He caught a touchdown. Tom Montgomery caught a pass. Like, fam, Saints offense, man. It was humming. And Jameis, whoo, Lord. If Jameis could play the Packers every week, if Pack, oh, let me rephrase that. If Jameis could play the Week One Packers every week, boy, I know he would. But I'm gonna keep my eye out on Jameis. But five starting the season off with that, that's that's nice right there. That's nice right there. But like I said, man, it's Week One. All right, it's Week One. Let's let's relax. But yeah, them boys, hey y'all, they they got the they got the Lions on Monday night. They better bounce back, or I'm gonna have questions. Okay, but it's Week One. We got 16 more games to go. Not a great showing from Green Bay, though. It was Jacksonville. It was hot. I know. All right. You know. All right. Now, let's move on to Sunday night. The cover the cover uh, star, Matthew freaking Stafford, man. My MVP pick. I have been saying, I don't know if I said this publicly. Well, I know I may I know I've said it in the GM 
in a group message. And um I knew that Matt Stafford in this Sean McVay offense will be a problem. I knew it, man. I knew it. Yes, I know it's week one. Yes, I know it's the Bears. But you take that all aside, man. Matt Stafford looked great. And I think a lot of people don't understand this. And listen, I'm an NFC North football fan. I'm My Packers are in the NFC North. So I've been watching Matt Stafford for a long time. Matt Stafford. Has never been a bad quarterback. Ever. He's been making those throws that everybody uh, worships Mahomes for. He's been putting up big numbers. He's been had a big arm. Man, Matt Stafford is one of the toughest SOBs in the league. He's just been doing all of this in Detroit. And losing. It's not his fault. He's in a big market now. He's in freaking Los Angeles. It don't get no more Hollywood than that. And he's out there with Sean McVay. And that Rams defense, that's secondary, man. Woo, boy. But sticking to the offense, man, Matt Stafford is just out there. He was out there looking very, very comfortable, bro. 20 to 26. 321 yards, three touchdowns. And with Matt Stafford doing all this, Cooper Cup is back, baby. Cooper Cup ain't been... Cooper Cup ain't Cooper... Hold up. Hold up. Cooper ain't Cup this much since that Super Bowl season. Bro, seven catches, 108 yards, one touchdown. I mean, he was gashing. I mean, big bombs, too. And I thought Robert Woods was going to be the one. But it looked like Cooper Cup said, hey, I can do that too. But Robert Woods was out there, man. Three catches, 27 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Van Jefferson, two catches, 80 yards, one touchdown. I mean, and they were running the ball. Darnell Darryl Henderson, excuse me, 16 carries, 70 yards, one touchdown. You need that. You're going to need that if you want to be successful. And then, you know, you flip that on the defensive side, they, they get a turnover, they get an interception, and Jalen Ramsey's just out there screaming to the ball. I mean, just everywhere, bro. Tackles for losses. This team is dangerous, man. Already, I, I'm looking. I, I picked this my NFC West pick. I picked that Matt Stafford to win the MVP. I, I like the Rams. I really do. I like the Rams, but I can't like them week 12 or week 11 when we play them. But I like them, though. Now, to close out week one, we have to talk about the mess, the Monday night mess last night. I just want to say that nobody deserved to win this game last night, and I could not wait for it to be over because it was madness. Madness. Now, we know the Ravens come into this game. Friday, they lose... It was a Thursday or Friday lose. Gus Edwards and Marcus Peters to torn ACLs. That sucked. So you lose Marcus, you excuse me, you lose Gus Edwards, Justice Hill, 
and J.K. Dobbins before the season starts. Three of your future backs. So then you go out, you sign Latavius Murray, and you sign Devontae Freeman. All right. Not to mention, you still got Tyus Win- uh What's that man? Um, Ty- what's his name? Ty's son? Tyus, what? I can't pronounce his name yet. It's beat my tail. But number 34, you got 34. You got 39, Cannon. I saw him out there running it. And you still got RB1 Lamar. I mean, you know, you're, you're all right. And then Latavius Murray, he comes out there. He, he's in good shape. So I wasn't, I'm not concerned about the running game. Not concerned about that. I don't think that the injuries hit them that hard. I mean, yes, it sucks to lose your stars, you know, your J.K. Dobbins and your Gus Edwards, but these are not elite running backs. It's not like losing a Kamara, a Jones, you know, a a McCaffrey. It's not like to that level, right? So, in in a sense, I hate to say that running backs are expendable and replaceable, but on this team, they are, especially with the type of team that they are. And how they run the ball. So, my concern wasn't necessarily for the offense. I think the Ravens offense, you know, last night they proved that they will, they'll be all right. Outside of the offensive line play. Because Lamar was under pressure and under the rest all night running for his life. And I knew when they signed, what's the villain waiver? Bro, he's washed. I knew this. I don't know who else didn't know. Steelers fans knew. Ravens fans obviously didn't know, but I, I I knew. I don't think, you know, that was too, too much. Oh, it's, yeah, it is Tyson Williams. Yeah, yeah. So you get Lamar. He Of course, you know, he's leading the carries, 12 carries, 86 yards. But both running backs scored. Latavius Mary's 10, Latavius Mary, 10 carries, 28 yards, one touchdown. Nine nine carries, sixty five yards, one touchdown from Williams. Now Lamar had what two fumbles? You can't you can't do it. You got to take care of the ball. You got to take care of the ball, man. You got to take care of the ball. But um, wow, man, Marquise Brown, that was his only catch. That weird. Oh no, it wasn't. I'm I'm sorry. I wrong notes. Uh, Hollywood, man, Hollywood, six catches, sixty nine yards. And one of those catches, he got folded. Because Lamar put him in a position where he almost killed him. Um, it, it was nice to see the Ravens receivers. You know, Sammy Watkins, big bomb. He caught a big bomb. 44 receptions. Four receptions, 96 yards. It was nice to see them step up. Um, Mark Andrews wasn't out there. He wasn't out there doing what he usually does, um, surprisingly. I just think it was just too many, you know, too many mistakes on Lamar's part. But... They almost they they it looked like they won the game, you know. Great great drive to close it out. You know you you, you take off a lot of time. You take off as much time as you can. The Raiders didn't have a timeout. Justin Tucker comes out. The game should be over right there, right? But it wasn't. I watched Derek Carr hit one strike. To 83 Boom Timeout Another strike Excuse me 89 Boom Another strike to 89 Timeout Then their kicker comes in Ice in his veins Down the middle So we go back to the Marcus Peters injury And all I could see 
last night was number 21 getting used and abused. It was nasty. So let's look at Derek Carr. He threw the ball 56 times. 34-56, 435 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Joshua Jacobs, two touchdowns on the night. Darren Waller had a night, former Raven, former crackhead. 10, 10 receptions, 105 yards, one touchdown. Brian Edwards, number 89, four receptions, 81 yards. Now let's talk about the overtime. I, <laughs> I've never seen anything like that before. I mean, you you think 89 has a walk-off touchdown. His knee was down. All right. Can't punch it in. Can't punch it in. The weirdest interception ever. Boom. Ravens get the ball. Ravens start driving. Lamar fumbles. Raiders get back on the field. Right. The Raiders get back on the field. They run a play. They run out. Ready to kick a field goal. Gruden doesn't really know, so they get a delay of game. So they come back, offense back out on the field. Ravens lined up like they're defending the first down. That's what it looked like. They were defending the first down. I don't think they expected what happened. Now, everybody knows I don't like Marlon Humphrey. It's not personal. It's just... Every time I tweeted about Jalen Ramsey, everybody knows my, my my origin story with Marlon Humphrey. I'm going to be on his ass all season. I, co- I told you guys this in May. It's on YouTube. I told you in May. Y'all better pray nothing bad happens to him this season because when it does, I'm going to be on his ass. And last night, where was I? On his ass. Pause. Fam, it's crunch time. It's, it's literally game on the line. I'm not trying to hear that he bumped into the, No, I'm not trying to hear that because the play wasn't over right there. He gave up on the play and got cooked for a game winner. My favorite cornerback, the best cornerback. He, you can't be the best cornerback in the league losing like that. Nah. So the Ravens' defense was hurting, man, without Marcus Peters. Their secondary was hurting. But the front was up. They, bro, they were in Derek Carr's face all night. But to give up those two first downs... To, to go to overtime. Then you let them, you drive them, let them drive all the way down. Okay, you get the pick. Sorry, your offense couldn't help you out. But then you get back on the field and you just look defeated. And then you give up. Marlon Humphrey gives up the, the, the game winner. So, oh, and not to mention how they got down the field in the first place. That was a wild throw. Hunter Renfro was out there cutting up on them boys, man. Look, man, I don't know. That Ravens defense doesn't look good. Not a good start for the Ravens. And then, whew, what do you get? What's your, what's your prize? What do you win for not winning? What do you win for not beating the Raiders on Monday night? You get a date against the Chiefs Sunday night. Good luck, Baltimore. Good luck. Seriously. Because I remember talking about your schedule. And I, I'm looking at this game like this is a game. This is a set a tone setter against the Chiefs. You haven't beaten the Chiefs. You got to exercise this demon week two. I know it's early. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, jeez. All right. 
Where we at next, man? Where we at next? Okay, let me tell you why I don't participate in overreaction Monday. Here's why. Okay, here's why. Wait, before we get to that, let's stay on the topic of the Ravens game because a lot I saw a lot of people. It was honestly, it was when the the coin toss happened, right? And everybody was like, I saw a lot of people talking about the overtime rules and why they need to be changed. Here's the thing about that. As a a Packers fan and an Aaron Rodgers fan, I've seen my fair share of overtime heartbreak. And I've seen my quarterback on the sideline not getting a chance to get in because the, the defense couldn't get him the ball back. Now, if this was during sudden death, sudden death era, and a little bit of this era that we're now. So I get, I get it. I have seen this. You know, it, it, it'd be terrible. And then I've seen some of the greats start off with the ball. Drew Brees. I'm sorry, I got to do this to you during your in retirement. But we all know. That NFC title game, he he went out there and threw a duck. So, overtime, I don't know. I can't I can't say we should do it like college and they switch. Apparently, they changed a lot, but I know usually both teams get the ball and this you know who doesn't score who scores who doesn't score last basically. Now, NFL, if you if you kick a field goal. The other team gets a chance. All right. But if you score a touchdown, it's over. Now, think about this. It's a physical game. You've already sat through four quarters. If your defense gives up a touchdown on the first drive of overtime, why do you why do you think your, your offense deserves to get on the field if your defense can't get a stop? I don't think you should be rewarded with a, with an opportunity. The game should be over. We we shouldn't have to keep playing on t- to give your offense a chance to see if they're going to score. No, it's over. I, I I think it's over. I think it's over. Especially in a situation like this. All right, the Ravens they get the turnover. They get a turnover. They got it. Boom. No points. They didn't give up any points. Defense did the job. Then their offense gets on the field, and they turn the ball over themselves. They don't do their job. They got the ball. They got their chance. They squandered it. So, we re- I don't think they should change the overtime rules. I don't think both teams need to get the ball. Listen, like I said, you're talking to somebody who has been on the the, the losing side of this. So, I'm not. it's not coming from, oh, my team is great in overtime. Because, no, that, no way am I saying that. Now, I have been on the winning side. Brett Huntley and the Packers uh, had a nice overtime win over the uh, the Browns one year. That one year. Um, we also, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers beat the Bengals in overtime one year. So, I have been on the winning side sometimes, just not in the best of times. But... <laughs> Basically, man, it can go either way. And on nights, we do go to overtime. It's usually the team who doesn't get the ball first. And then the team who ends up losing, who wants to change the overtime rules, 
not the team who wins who gets the ball first. But what I'm saying is, if your defense can't get the job done, what what does your offense need to get on the field for? I don't think they if they can't if they can't hold, you 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 shouldn't get it, that opportunity. You don't deserve it. You didn't win it. You understand what I'm saying? You didn't win that battle. That's all I'm saying on that. Um, I honestly did not know I was rapping that long. Um, so I was gonna I'm gonna save this other topic for Thursday show, Thursday or Friday show. But I'm gonna end it. I'll end it with why I don't do the overreaction Mondays. It's, it's simple, man. This is why. It's one week of football. It's one week of football. A lot of these guys didn't play any preseason football. It's a little bit of ring rust. Just getting back in the swing of things. Um, even Derrick Henry had a bad game yesterday. And then Twitter is making jokes about his workouts and everything like that. Now, dog, if Derrick Henry come out this weekend and put up 200 yards, please don't be surprised. Well, if he come out and have, you know, his regular Derrick Henry, a buck and some change, and a couple touchdowns. Now, he did have an opportunity to score this past weekend, and he didn't do that. He got stuffed at the line twice, and then Ryan Tannehill ended up scoring. But the the freaking Channel Jones and the freaking Arizona defense had a hell of a game against the Titans, and Calamari did as well. Great game from the Cardinals, by the way, starting off one and up. Um. But that's why, yeah, I don't, I don't get into the whole overreaction Monday because I mean, look at the things that have been said yesterday. A lot of, a lot of bad things. Like people are getting written, teams are being written off already. I'm not writing any of these teams off yet. Nobody's getting written off after one week of football. It's not fair. It's one week. It's a sample size. Champion. If 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 the Super Bowl was in September, okay, but the, the Super Bowl is in February. Games, championships are not won or lost in September. Now, remember this for your fantasy teams as well, ladies and gentlemen. My fantasy team is 0-1. I started the season off 0-4 and won a championship. Started the season off 1-4 and and made a, 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 cha- a playoff run and finished 9-4. and People are going to laugh at you. My group message has been killing. I mean, the, the jokes have been coming. I mean, ha, 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 ha. I'm not bothered by it. Just talk, right? But, I mean, got guys talking about, oh, you know, talking about all the points that I didn't put up. And, okay. But if I would have if I would won, it would, nobody, it would have been quiet, right? It has been a low-scoring affair. That's okay. It's week one. I, You guys didn't win any championships this week. You just won a game. It's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. And that goes for real life as well. Bro. These teams who lost Sunday. I don't think. I I, I really don't think. A 38-3 loss week one. I don't think we're going to see that same Packers team. In December. I, I, I think we look back and laugh at this. Honestly. I think we look back and laugh. Uh, who's who knows what could happen with the Ravens? They could tighten up. I I, I I'm not counting the Ravens out at all. We've seen the Steelers last year how they started off and how they finished. Nobody knows anything right now. 
Some teams are going to look like the best thing in the world. Some teams are, oh, by the way, man, how about the Seahawks? They looked good yesterday, didn't they? Carson Wentz looked like same old, same old. And what the hell is going on down there in Atlanta? Jesus. And Tyrod Taylor, congratulations to him. Want to know QB1. Congratulations to Tyrod Taylor. But, yeah, man, I don't I do not do the whole overreaction Monday thing because it's just it's not necessary. Um you know everybody is going to jump out of there out out there with their hot hot takes and that's that's why I think it's better for me to come in on a Tuesday where my my take my takes can cool off a little bit <laughs> right i think i get an extra day to think and relax and you know sit with the weekend and the monday night game and it's just like all right fam i don't have to come in here and jump off a damn plane with no parachute because that's essentially i think honestly that's what overreaction mondays are and I think that's what, you know, the hottest takes are. And I know that's the business. You want to have the hottest takes, but it's okay to have a normal take. It's okay to think rationally. It's it's okay to be a reasonable thinker. You don't have to jump out there with no floaties on. It's okay. I'm I'm going to wear two floaties, and I'm going to wear um a life jacket too. I'm not saying I'm going to be safe all the time. But I'm just saying it's okay to make an educated guess. You don't have to you don't have to go nuts all the time. Alright, Thursday night I said Mike Evans should demand a trade. I I'm sticking by that one. I'm hey. I'm just saying if I take a pay cut and I'm out there running a pacer test for four hour, for four hours, four quarters, and you barely looking at me, get me the hell out of here. Hey, who says no? Mike Evans to Baltimore. Who says no? I don't. I think that helps out the Ravens a lot. I think that helps out Lamar a lot. Let's get Mike Evans to Baltimore before the trade deadline. How about that? Hmm. How about that? Somebody said trade Zeke to Baltimore. Fan. <laughs> Cowboys fans, let me tell you something. If Mike McCarthy... Is still in Green Bay today. We don't know who Aaron Jones is. I can promise you that. He did not want to play that man for whatever reason. He did not want to give him the ball. He he didn't want to. He knew he I don't know if he didn't know what he had or knew what he had and just didn't care. But thank God we got him out of here. So you might be seeing eleven carries from Zeke on a weekly basis. I don't think he's gonna be. We're gonna be feeding Zeke, and that man said he in the best shape of his life. We may never know if he is. So, but yeah, man. Overreaction Mondays are just something I can't participate in. But uh, man, that's all I got for you today. I'll be back Thursday or Friday with episode one sixty. So this is the last episode of the one fifties. We made it. Congratulations to me. Um, shout out to Stadium Scene TV. Shout out to the listeners, watchers, man. Thank you, guys. Make sure you guys listen to the episodes, man. I really appreciate it. Please, man. Please make sure you guys listen to the episodes. But uh, I'm Eric Lyons, and for the 159th time, you have just been electrified.